happy Friday. This is Getting Real Estate in Vegas. I'm Bridget Magnus and this is the Vegas Video Network. Well, if you've got a question, problem, or suggestion, go ahead and get that email client revved up because you can reach us at gettingreal at vegasvideonetwork.com or you can pick up the phone and dial our toll-free listener hotline at 866-966-4599 or go ahead and join us right now, right here on live chat. Quick shout out and thank you very much to all of you watching on the Vegas Video Network, those of you who've downloaded your favorite shows on iTunes, those of you who are catching us on YouTube, Roku, and those of you who are, believe it or not, listening to us on the radio, that it's KSHP 1400 AM. Many thanks to all of you for going ahead and tuning in and giving us your ears and or eyes for a little bit. So we're going to get started today with some Friday figures. All right, the number of available units is continuing to drop. We've only got 12,645 available right now. That's down 30% from a year ago. Um, the median price on houses did tick up. That's right, I said the prices are up to um, a median of 139,000. That is down 4% from last year, but last year the experts were saying, oh no, another 7 to 10% next year. So I'm happy about 4%. A median price on condos is 54,000. Median price on townhomes is 83,000. Now of our total availables, we do have 2,539 foreclosed properties. That is down 39% from last year. Remember, this at least in part is due to changes in the way the banks are doing business. It doesn't mean that we have fewer people who are in danger of losing their home per, per se. Median price is $105,000. Short sales, we still do have 5,738 of them, but that's down 37% from last year, so nothing to complain about there. Median price on those is 110,000. We also have 4,371 classic listings that uh, you can buy for an, a median price of $180,000. That's only down 15% from last year, so not bad at all. In the last 30 days, we've closed 3,851 properties. That is up 11% from last year. Median sales price, 110. Median list price, 112. Um, those are both down from last year. So we do also have 13,361 properties under contract to be purchased, up 7% from last year. Uh, just as a bonus, I'd like to point out we've got 5,720 rentals and 2,359 new leases. So let's get on with the news because we definitely have some today. Let's start off with some, some breaking news from yesterday. Very, very exciting stuff. The Nevada Attorney General has filed a 400-page, 606-count indictment against two employees of one of these firms that's been doing all the robo-signing. That's, that's wonderful. It means that something may actually happen. Um, the hope, of course, is that these two employees will roll over and uh, implicate as many people in the company as possible to save their own necks. Because even if they only go to jail for one year on each of those 606 counts, that's, well, that's a long time. Um, now, the one thing that does puzzle me about this is that um, when I looked online this morning, I could not find any mention of this in the uh, Las Vegas Review Journal's online newspaper. I'm puzzled by this. 
Um, another interesting bit of news from yesterday, Congress did pass a bill to raise the FHA loan limits, which you may recover, went down on October 1. That's only, what, six weeks ago? Um, I don't expect this to change anything in Clark County because, well, the vast majority of our homes are available for far less than $287,500. And um, one more bit of news, Freddie Mac has done a little bit of research. They've found that 95% of homeowners who refinanced in the third quarter chose fixed rate mortgages. Gee, with mortgages at all time low rates, who would have thought they would choose a fixed rate? Oh, I don't know. I do have some bonus news for you today, and it has to do with this. That is right, the National Association of Realtors saw fit to award me the Short Sales and Foreclosure Resource Certification. This does mean that I took some extra classes, and, and, then, and now I can actually uh, point to a piece of paper that says I know more about short sales and foreclosures than the average real estate agent. So I'm very proud to be able to announce that for the first time on this show. Okay, my uh, main topic for today is based at least in part on an email I received the other day. I'm not going to name names, I'm not going to get specific, but it did inspire me to talk today on why I hate real estate auctions. Now, let's just clear, clarify things up front. There are two different kinds of auctions that I'm talking about. I'm going to talk about each one in turn. The first one is called the courthouse steps auction. This is the one at the end of the foreclosure, you go, the, the bank takes you to court and takes your house away at the end of it. Now, in Clark County, it is not actually at the courthouse, so don't make that mistake. It's actually at the offices of Nevada Legal News. There is a new auction every weekday, Monday through Friday, hundreds of houses uh, any given day. Um, just to give you an example, in October, there were over 7,000 scheduled auctions. Now, what happened to all those houses? Well, first of all, um, half of those auctions, well, almost half of them got postponed. Something happened, they decide we'll do this another day. About, a, about um, a quarter of them were canceled. Something happened, the homeowner paid up, or there was a short sale. Whatever happened, the bank decided we're not going to do this today at all. And about uh, one in five was sold back to the bank. But, here's the exciting part for you anyway, 9% of those listings were sold to a third party. Not the bank, not anybody, and not the uh, person who um, um, lost the house, just a third party. So if you want to be that third party, you're going to have to jump through some hoops. The first thing you're going to have to do is bring certified funds in exact change. They're, they're not going to, you know, uh, give you a bunch of change there at Nevada Legal News, and they don't really want to deal with cash there, as I'm sure you can understand. Um, one thing that you need to be aware, and this is one of the things that I do think sucks, you do not have a way to inspect that property beforehand, other than driving by and making sure that it's still standing, not on fire, things like that. You probably don't want to place a bid on it if the property is, in fact, on fire. That's just a personal opinion. You're welcome to uh, differ. Um, let's see. Do search the county recorder's records very carefully so that you don't have any unpleasant surprises. 
um, such as unpaid liens that you'll have to worry about before you can turn around and sell that property or mortgage it. Also, if you go, remember, you're going to be competing against banks and serious professional investors. I don't really recommend this for anybody other than professional investors. They, they know what they're doing. They've done this before. They, 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 they are not in the same league with you, so just be aware of this. But if you really want to go, remember to go ahead and attend a few of those auctions before you try to participate. Go down there, see what happens, see what the format is, see who the big players are before you get the money out. Now, in addition, there are other auctions. And um, just to give you an idea of those 12,000 some odd available listings that we've got, this morning, 88 of them were in auction status. Less than 100 auction properties in the whole MLS this morning. I generally filter these out for my buyers unless they specifically say they want to know about them because of some of the problems that we're going to discuss here in just a moment. Now, um, there are a number of entities that do these auctions. Um, Red Sea runs auction.com. There's also Williams and Williams, propertyauction.com, Hudson and Marshall, realtybid.com. Even the United States Treasury has properties that need to be auctioned. For example, the IRS sometimes has to foreclose on somebody that uh, uh, um, hasn't paid their taxes. Sometimes properties are seized, uh, um, civil forfeiture, um, drug issues, things like that. So there are many, many venues if this is something you really want to get into, but I don't think you want to. Uh, let's see. Um, some of these properties, I'd just like to point out, are not actually of, um, mentioned in the MLS, so you would have to hit some of these sites and poke around and see what's available on each one of them, which I'm sure you can imagine is going to get a little bit tedious. Now this does bring me to the next really important red flag as far as I am concerned. Some of these websites specifically advertise no contingencies. Now, what the heck does that mean, Bridget? It means it's sold as is, no inspection period, no due diligence period. It is what it is, and that's just it. Now, they are still subject to some state uh, disclosure laws. Not foreclosure, disclosure. They still have to tell you what they know, if anything. Remember, they are not likely to know a whole lot about the property, particularly if it is a foreclosed property that a bank is trying to auction off. I generally find that the properties that the banks are trying to get rid of in this fashion are way bad. Uh, they're, they're the kind of properties that they know are only going to go for cash and they just want to get it off the books without too many questions. Most of these sites, because they are selling it as is, no contingencies, encourage you to not only do your own research on the property, but get a property inspection before the auction before you ever bid on it. So you are out 300 bucks before, before anything, before you've even made an offer, before you even have a chance at getting a contract to purchase that home. Speaking of that contract, that contract is written to protect the auction agency, not you. It is not anything like the forms that your friendly neighborhood realtor, hi, that's me, 
not anything like the forms that I'm going to give you that have protections for both the buyer and the seller. Now, another thing that I really truly hate about these auctions is the eBay problem. Now, have you ever gone on eBay and seen an auction that closed with reserve not met? What that means is that the seller had a number in mind that if it doesn't get me at least this much money, I'm not selling it. So you go on to an auction on a Saturday afternoon, and Monday morning you might get an email or a phone call that says, you know what, you thought you had a winning bid, but reserve not met. Sorry, bye-bye, you're still out the 300 bucks you spent on your property uh, inspection, remember? Uh, <laughs> um, there is also a risk of getting caught up in the moment. It happens at auctions. The guy next to you bids $100 more than you, so you bid $100 more than him. And next thing you know, you've spent thousands of dollars more than you ever wanted to spend on this property. Not cool. So then, if you must get involved, first off, I really recommend that you leave this to professional investors, but if you must get involved, pay to inspect that home before you make an offer, bite the bullet, spend the 300 bucks, do not go above that, num that fair price you've got in the back of your head. Do not fall in love with a house before you're, uh, you've signed on the dotted line. And remember to do as much research as possible before you go. Okay, then we're going to take a little break for station identification and see you back in a couple of minutes. Traditional media believes that after about three minutes, you'll tune out. Most Vegas media companies think if it doesn't jiggle, you won't tune in. At the Vegas Video Network, we think both are wrong. The Vegas Video Network is the first and only live online broadcast network that specializes in insider news and expert views about Vegas. We combine great storytelling with the ability to watch when and where you want on your computer, mobile device, or television. Discover the real Las Vegas. Visit VegasVideoNetwork.com. Thanks for staying with us. We are into a segment I call Real Advice. And today we are going to be talking about seeing through real estate tricks. Now, I've talked a number of times about staging from a seller's standpoint, but now we're going to talk about what you're looking at as a buyer. And I would like to thank um, Tara uh, Nicole Nelson for some of these tips. But, you know, some of these are, are uniquely me, so we're just going to kind of go with a hybrid here. Now, the first thing that I'd like to point out is sometimes when you go to see a house, you may end up with uh, seeing some uh, downright Lilliputian furniture. Now, sometimes this is unintentional. A full-size bed looks a whole lot like a queen-size bed. Sometimes it is absolutely intentional. They've deliberately put a small sofa or a small chair or a small bed into a room to make that room look a lot bigger than it is. This is only one of several reasons that I always recommend that when you go house hunting, go ahead and bring a tape measure with you. I I've got your back on this one because I just always carry a tape measure in my purse. And granted, sometimes people think that's a little bit weird when they don't realize I'm a realtor. But there, there it is. Sometimes you need to measure things. If that couch looks a little small to you, go ahead and measure it. If the room looks a little bit small to you, measure it. 
It doesn't hurt you. It doesn't cost you anything to measure the place. Go for it. Now, the other thing that I'm going to mention is that sometimes people are trying to hide things that you don't want to see. So go ahead, open doors, open drawers, look at ceilings. If you see lots of you know, tapestries or, or, or things hung on the wall, go ahead, take a look behind. You know, why does a normal person hang a big curtain across an entire wall? It might be just because they like it, it might be to deaden noise, and it might be to hide the holes. So go ahead, take a look behind it. Let's uh, talk about noise, too. Um, this is a, a trick. Um, I'll be honest, I used to work in an apartment complex that bordered onto a major freeway. Guess what? That model unit that was right on the freeway always had music playing in it. Why? To hide the highway noise. So if there is a radio or, or whatever playing in that place, when you go to look at it, turn off that radio for a few minutes and let your ears tell you what is going on. It's, it's just good advice, even if it's not that close to a highway, because sometimes you just never know. Um, I've also seen this done in model homes and some of these newer communities where sometimes the insulation isn't what would be absolutely desirable. So next one, sometimes they will do up a room in a way that just doesn't fit you. They don't have a kid, but they've got a room done up as a nursery. That's kind of peculiar. Um, <clears throat> they've got a craft room that doesn't have you know, scraps of fabric everywhere. That's a little bit weird. Um, go ahead and um, um, Remember that this is going to be your place at the end, not theirs. So ignore the cute props and just take it for what it is. That's another good reason to measure is to kind of make sure that your life will fit in that room instead of their life. Another uh, important tip is, uh, I don't know how to put this. Anytime you see something that really looks out of place, you want to figure out why. And I, I, I can't really describe what's going to be out of place because it's going to vary every time. But if you're looking through a place and there's something large that just doesn't work, look behind it. Look underneath it. Try not to knock it over, of course. That would be bad. And my last tip um, basically involves the outside of the house and the neighbors. Sometimes neighbors are very helpful, and they'll see that realtor's car pull up, and they will, you know, make sure that they, they, you know, tone down the barking dog or whatever. They, um, if there's an open house, they'll make sure that they uh, park on the next block so it doesn't look like there's not going to be any parking. So go ahead before you make that offer. Drive through that neighborhood at night. Take a look at how many cars are, are where. Take, take a, a listen to what's going on in that neighborhood. You know, a, a kid's playing ball in the street. That's, that's not a bad thing. On the other hand, kids selling dope in the street. That's not a good thing. You probably don't want that. I, I am making a few assumptions there, but I, I think most people would rather not live with that. So that does bring me to the end of what I wanted to talk about today. And I do want to thank you once more for joining me. 
We are going to take two weeks off, but we will be back on December 9 with an awesome episode. In the meantime, keep those emails and calls coming. The email address is getting real at VegasVideoNetwork.com and the toll-free hotline is 866-966-4599. Remember, I'm still looking for great what were they thinking pictures, so do be, remember to send those in. Uh, if you have a personal uh, real estate question or want to see the complete version of the Friday Figures, don't forget to check out BridgetMagnus.com. And also don't forget to get download the rest of our terrific programming from the Vegas Video Network. Drive safely, have a happy Thanksgiving, and I will see you in December.